BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. An incredibly deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. With LinkedIn ads, you'll be able to target over 70 million decision makers all in one place. No deep voice required. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. Terms and conditions apply. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Bring spring color inside this season with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass or accent your bedroom with sunrise-inspired colors like coral cloud and dark crimson. Let your creativity bloom this spring with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. iHeartRadio presents Podversations, a weekly discussion with the biggest names and influencers in podcasting. Want to learn the secret psych-up rituals Scrub star Zach Braff and Donald Faison use before every fake doctor's real friends taping? How Vice News parachutes into war zones to rescue journalists from life-threatening situations? Or why Keegan-Michael Key and Blumhouse believe 3D audio is the future of storytelling? Whether you're a newbie trying to break into the podcast game or an exec trying to refine your playbook, Podversations is the easiest way to keep your pulse on the industry. And thank you so much for joining us for another edition of the iHeart Podcast webinar speaker series. As any of you who have showed up to these in the past know, we started this about two, two and a half years ago, right at the top of quarantine, when we saw a lot of our friends and colleagues and peers being a little bit more disconnected from each other than usual. And we wanted to stay connected. And our excuse for doing that was to talk about one of our favorite new mediums, podcasting. Podcasts have exploded into the media landscape of the last five, 10 years, especially the last two or three years. And so these became really rich, awesome weekly conversations for us where we get to talk to creators about what drives them, how they got started, and yes, why podcasting is a big part of their lives. This week is a pretty special edition for me because I get to talk to someone who we really, really admire, one of our own, Jason English. Jason, first of all, thank you so much for hanging out today, man. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. I don't know. I call it an honor, but we'll <laughs> check, 
Check in in a half hour. We'll see how it goes. So you came to iHeart a few years ago to take on, yes, executive producing some podcasts for us, but specifically to launch a slate of shows that we dubbed iHeart Originals. And before we get into sort of your background and where you came from originally and what you did before this and what got you into this whole content game and all that good stuff, what is the iHeart Originals slate? What was the spirit of it at, at the outset? The iHeart Originals are a series of limited run, 8, 10, 12 episode podcasts, all self-contained. I like to think of them like old glossy magazine feature stories where you do a super deep dive on a topic and a topic that maybe isn't in the news, isn't relevant to everyone, isn't also being discussed elsewhere. And people get into it and then all of a sudden it's the story they want to share with all their friends about the weird things they're learning. And so we hit lots of different topics. You put the the shows we've launched next to each other. There are a lot of commonalities, but they might not be as obvious because we're just trying to pick great topics that we think people will want to spend 10 episodes with. The question of what's a good one episode topic versus what's worthy of of 12 is something we go up against every day. And and so we found some good ones that in our heads, at least are worth the deeper exploration and got a lot more exciting ones coming later this year. So through this effort, you've managed to create a slate of shows that are certainly some of the best work we've done, period, as a podcast network, but also some of the biggest podcasts of the last two years in the entire industry. Shows like of of late, what happened to Sandy Beal, but beyond that, shows like Big Brother, Autism's First Child. I wanna drill in on something you just said, What is that filter that makes a light go off in your head that's like, oh, this is not just one episode. This is 12 episodes. I will consider this very seriously as an iHeart original. What is that trigger? We have something called the Snapple Fact Test, where I can tell you something and you can say, wow, that's really cool. Tell me more about it. And for a lot of things, that Snapple Fact distillation is the best version of that because then you dig in and it's not really as interesting or layered or there aren't that many people. So what we try to do is find something that works as a Snapple fact. So one in four cowboys in the Wild West and the frontier days were black. But that's interesting. Let's let's go deeper. And so we work on that one. Black Cowboys, Zarin Burnett had these great stories of some of these individuals and their life stories and brought it to life in a great way. There's a story about Bruce Willis, the actor in the 90s, bought up a town in Idaho. Like, OK, well, that that's interesting. <laughs> let's go meet some of the people in the town who he interacted with and let's tell their stories. And when you're able to then have lots of these little branches off of the Snapple fact, that's what makes the series work. And that's what we look for. So if we get into something and realize we don't have enough branches or the branches we have don't feel like episodes that people would actually care about, that's when we have to decide. <laughs> we like the Snapple fact too much, but <laughs> we're going to leave it in the bottle cap and, and move on to something else. And there's just a couple things that that triggered for me was back to uh, Black Cowboys, this incredible podcast, I think might have been the first of the iHeart Originals. That was the debut, yeah. Yeah, and 
and you're right about layers. Like I understand when you say, yes, the stat kicked us off one in four, but then you get this host in Zarin who just did an amazing job telling those stories. But then there was a layer even deeper, which was his relationship with his dad. Right. And his dad used to tell him these stories about black cowboys in order to almost like reclaim ownership of the Wild West. Do those sort of archaeological dig layers, is that the moment when as a producer you're like, I've struck gold. It didn't mean to necessarily, but here we are. What's that moment like? Oh, absolutely. And and Zarin is a great example. Just such a talented guy who has gone on to launch lots of cool stuff with iHeart and more to come. But that's exactly it. You know, on the page, these stories of the Cowboys would be great. The audiobook version is just those stories, but it's not an audiobook. How do you differentiate this? Like, why is this in audio versus on the page or, or being read from a book? And that's a great example of Zarin and his dad had this incredible chemistry. Obviously, Zarin's dad, we should have shows for him. He should be hosting something year round. He's such a talented, interesting guy on his own. But looking for those things, we did a show called Operation Midnight Climax. Again, starts with a Snapple fact. The CIA ran a brothel during the Cold War and they were using it. They had the sex workers on the payroll. They are experimenting on people in an effort to win the Cold War. These experiments were were vital in the 50s and 60s. To get that from, you know, a, a host reading about it, you know, you can interview experts on that, but everyone is generations removed now from the participants. We found a hero at Stanford this is very much in lockdown, who dug up the unpublished autobiography of one of the CIA agents who we talked about. So all of a sudden now we have him in his own words and hundreds of letters that he wrote and diary entries. So now we can make him a character. We can bring in a voice actor. So it's not just the host, in that case, Noel Brown, an incredible iHeart podcaster, producer, and host of that one for us and have Noel paired with the guy from history in his own words. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So, buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So, how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less, like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, Take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. 
oracle.com slash strategic. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. I think you joined iHeart 2020. Is that right? About two yeah, and a yeah, half the, years ago? That's the first lockdown. That's what I was going to ask. That's what I was going to ask. So on a personal level, you enter into an audio company right or toward the beginning of quarantine. And podcasting flourished across quarantine. It continued to grow. Listenership continued to grow. We're at 120, 130 million Americans a month now listening to podcasts. If you look at that trajectory across the last couple of years, it hasn't slowed. But what was it like personally to join a big podcast network with a lot of momentum and dig in on a hard assignment? I want to tell the absolute best stories in this medium for the biggest network. I'm just interested. How did that go? (laughs) I am incredibly fortunate that the iHeart New York and Atlanta and LA teams embraced this and dove in and people like Ryan Murdoch and Julian Weller and Aaron Kaufman and all these people who worked on these early shows who, you know, we were all locked down. We never met. This was all on Zoom like this. And they were a force of talent and were excited to work on some of these projects and tell these stories that they came out the way they did. I mean, I I don't know what the version of the show would have been had we all been in conference rooms every day. There's something to be said for us being able to go away and work in our own heads and our own time and then come back. And it was exciting to hear every cut, every new interview. And so it just kind of cascaded from there where we finished the first show. The second show was already in production. The third and fourth shows were in production. And being able to work with some of these incredibly talented folks across the company on different shows, it's been an 
education for me and the highlight of my career to get to have these mini all-star teams <laughs> working on these different shows and learning from everybody and trying to put my stamp on what I like. When I talk about the, the commonality between the shows, I do love audiobooks. I try to listen to 50 audiobooks a year. So if the information is good, I'm okay that it's dry and there's no scoring. And I walk away at the end of it and feel like, okay, I'm, I'm smarter now. I can talk about this topic and feel like I've learned something. We want to get that feeling, but score it like a movie, make you feel like you're in this immersive experience. You're in the old West. You're in San Francisco in the fifties. You're in Isaac Newton's lab or Bruce Willis's Idaho and, and really get you sucked into that world for eight, 10, 12 episodes in a way that an audiobook can't do and you know doesn't even attempt to so it's the best of two different audio formats we try to put together as one it's a really cool way to think about it about how a book just pulls you in across months and months and months and months sometimes into a world a podcast is a little more of a quick turn but yeah i get that i i get how you're sort of operating somewhere in between where it's got the depth and archaeological dig again layers of a book but with this sort of on-demand nature podcasting before or iHeart. You mentioned your guidepost, as it were, was like, well, let's, let's do the sort of glossy magazine version of a podcast. You worked at a magazine called Mental Floss. It began as a print product. It evolved into a website. Coincidentally, maybe not. The COO of the iHeart Podcast Network is Will Pearson, who was one of the founders of Mental Floss. What did you do at Mental Floss? How long had he been there? And tell us a little bit about that company. It was a very special company with very special group of creators there doing very cool stuff very early, earlier than others in terms of innovation for digital, especially. What was it like? It was a great education. I was there for 13 years, which is like four or five lifetimes in digital in media, it seems like. I had been working as a copywriter in, in New York at J. Walter Thompson and just wanted to do some other writing on the side. And so I was pitching and writing freelance things. And one of the places that picked up some stuff was Mental Floss. It happened to be at a good time, 2006. And they said, we're starting this website. Do you have any interest in writing some stuff on your commute, on your lunch break, on your weekends? And I just thought this can be the most interesting part of my life. And I can have this day job that I also liked, but, but wasn't maybe as creatively rewarding as I was hoping and just got in at the best possible time to kind of grow up with the internet before Twitter and Facebook were the forces that they would become. And YouTube was just starting and just on a daily basis, trying to figure out what do people want from mental floss or, or a media brand? How do we keep these people who previously we were just every other month the magazine would come out. How do we stay relevant to them in in the interim? And then the interim just kept getting smaller. And it wasn't, we need something every week. It was, we needed something every day. We need multiple things a day. We need a tweet every 15 minutes and trying to stay true to, we need to make these things interesting at least because it's so easy to stop reading, to stop following, to just kind of wander away. And, and so trying to keep that high bar of, we want people to share this, not in the social media sense. We, we wanted that too, but give people stuff that is so weird and interesting and fascinating that they would want to tell someone else. So there's definitely that that core of that has been baked in for my career ever since and trying to strive for that where when you describe what's your podcast about being able to do it in that one line that makes someone say like, wow, 
I can't believe that is a podcast that that happened that, you know, all those things and try to entertain people that way. So I, I ran the gamut from freelance writer to associate editor to managing editor, then spent seven years as editor in chief and chief content officer. So I kind of got to grow up with the company as well and learned a lot of random facts over the years. So if I can put some of them to good use in some of these shows, then that's a bonus. I was also a history major, which at the time did not seem like a great idea, uh, I guess. Also able to lean on that in a way that I did not see coming uh, when I graduated college many years ago. You know what dawns on me is so much of the iHeart podcast staff that a lot of folks who work here came from or were influenced by two companies. Mental Floss was one. You, Will Pearson are good examples of that. HowStuffWorks.com was the other. Obviously, that's where Stuff Media was born out of that website. And it's really interesting as I sort of put this together out loud in real time here for the first time, how these two media companies, albeit small, but very unique in their own ways, I think create a bit of a bedrock for the iHeart Podcast Network that today still rings true. And what they maybe share a little bit in common is Mental Floss and How Stuff Works both had a bit of an unspoken mission, I think, of finding the amazing in the very mundane. I think Mental Floss did it in a cleverer way. How Stuff Works did it in a more basic way, long form articles about everything and anything. But it's really interesting to have that origin story in a weird way behind this network. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about Wix. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. 
as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. I always ask this question when we have guests on. At some point in your life, I imagine you became really interested in odd, esoteric, strange things, where they came from, what made them tick. What is your own sort of origin story around that? What inspired you to think that way, to think differently maybe than your peers, to be a little bit of a storyteller? Where did that come from? Probably before I ever got into anything resembling this kind of work, it came from my dad just being a guy who knew a lot about a lot of things and could hit you with some random fact and might be, it might have been the only thing he knew about whatever topic it was, but just be like, okay, and that would stick with you. And, and then kind of unconsciously when I'm reading, just storing stuff away myself, like, huh, maybe I can drop this into conversation later. Maybe 15 years from now, it can become a podcast. So when we actually started doing this in practice, I think one thing both of those companies have in common, we weren't news organizations. The mission wasn't, we're going to tell you what's happening. We're going to help you have a deeper understanding of the news. We're going to have everything tied to the news. It was, hey, there are a thousand companies doing that right now. Why don't we try to find interesting stuff and talk about that? And sometimes that seems kind of weird. Like, why are you telling this story in 2022? That's a fair point for a lot of the, a lot of the stuff I bring up. Someone's going to think that and, and they're probably right to question it. But when everybody is trying to fill this space with different slants on the news and different ways in and different analysis. Sometimes you have this laying all to yourself. And so when you can come out with seemingly out of nowhere, but really out of months of research and, and months of development and interviews and writing and what you do over here can turn a lot of heads in, in this crowd over here. So that's what we're going to hope to continue doing with these shows for as long as you let us keep doing them. Similar sort of origin story or inspiration for me when I was young, watching my dad it was almost a power that he could wield where he would tell stories to a sort of enraptured room and seeing the power of a story well told it's a hackneyed term but seeing it in practice was really really impressive to me and maybe there's something similar where you saw your dad drop these seeming trivial harmless factoids but it really is a sort of a power you wield to be able to grab someone's attention and keep it what's coming up 
So you have amazing stuff in the pipeline. You always do. It's one of our favorite things is to check out what Jason has lined up. You have a show called Stealing Superman, History of MySpace, The Pledge, Stealing Superman. Somebody stole a comic book from Nick Cage's house. What happened? Yeah, I think I'd be open to any story that starts with a robbery at Nick Cage's house <laughs> in 1999. So uh, we get a comic book heist, not just any comic book, but Superman number one, one of the most valuable comics ever and a 12-year hunt to figure out who took it and we have investigators who don't care at all about comic books but have to immerse themselves in the comic book world and we have comic book experts enthusiasts nerds who are forced to learn the investigative ways and we have this long journey and end up solving we don't solve the case. The case is solved, so we have a nice conclusion to this one. But we have 12 years of Nick Cage in between. So I, I think people are, are going to like that one. We call that our spiritual sequel to the Haleywood. A lot of the same team working on it. The stories aren't very similar, but it's a very well-known person in a very odd situation. And the person has almost a gravitational pull that impacts everyone around them in the story. And I'm very excited for that one. We've got the history of my which is a, a kind of forgotten blip in history, but really a lot of the things that would later, you know, the internet would, would grow up. You can see a lot of the seeds of that in these few years at this company that really had no business being the biggest social network in the world at the time. You'll meet a lot of people with very peculiar MySpace stories in their own lives. So we're hoping to deliver a good company story as well as a lot of great characters, whether it's people who were serving in the war in Afghanistan and being told that they were committing war crimes by posting on their MySpace page. It, it, it gets wild. So we're excited about that one. We're developing a show about the origin of the Pledge of Allegiance and the team who, this is a magazine story, a magazine in the late 1800s, and there's a need to make money, and their plan is we're going to sell flags to schools. And how are we going to sell flags to schools? We're going to make sure that there's a pledge that all the kids are going to recite every morning. So you'll get some American history there's a, a Tommy Boy element, like a buddy comedy of these guys going on the road to sell flags across the country around the turn of the 20th century. So that should be a good one, too. And at all times, we're just looking for those Snapple facts and then digging in to see what else is here. How, how interesting is this going to be? And, and been pleasantly surprised so far. Incredible, incredible pipeline of stuff, man. I cannot urge our viewers today strongly enough to go stop everything later today and go listen to what happened to Sandy Beal and then look out for these next three shows, Stealing Superman, History of MySpace, and The Pledge further down the line. But this is the kind of stuff that we wanted most out of iHeart Originals when we had this idea of making some super premium owned and operated content. And just cannot thank you enough for taking charge of it and delivering some of the best shows in the industry. Well, thank you. And I, and I have to say, like, this is not something that would have worked outside of iHeart. If it's me on my own, the quality would have been much, much worse. The support would have been non-existent. The brilliant marketing and PR folks and the publishing team. And you have a limited time to get a limited run podcast going and to expertly know where we're going to promote it and which existing shows fans are going to gravitate to this is an art that this only works inside iHeart. So thank you for all the support that you've given all these shows. Everybody, thank you so much for hanging out. We will 
will see you again next Thursday around noon Eastern. Be well, take care. iHeartRadio. You can find more from the biggest names in podcasting on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.